Okay. <laughs> We're podcasting. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You know what's really weird? Hmm. I was thinking about it the other day and remember when we did our very first episode and we were like super nervous oh yeah like we were like struggling to really <laughs> he is going wild for that thing he oh my god don't go in there he, Alki. he fucking pulled the cupboard open <laughs> ecstasy i didn't know there was liquor in that there's cupboard. a lot of liquor in there <laughs> noted <laughs> grape. i see grape yeah Something. grape pucker grape pucker. sour apple pucker yeah yeah, makes these sh- shots. They're called Skittle shots. Oh, it's just Kura Kumhara, isn't it? <laughs> Is it Kura Cow? Yeah. Kura, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but she makes these shots. It's got like it's got like those two puckers and another pucker, and it's really good. It's mm. really tart, but mm-hmm. it's, they're pretty. They're just really sweet. Okay. They're really good. Hey, you idiot! Your cat is going wild today. He's... Ecstasy. What is? All right. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, when we, first, we were nervous. When we did our first episode. Remember how we were like, we were like, just hit record, just hit record, yeah. just hit record, just yeah. hit record. <laughs> it was like really nerve wracking, and now it's just like we're doing another episode, <laughs> right? And we talk about whatever the fuck. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that we're probably used to it helps. now. This is yeah. episode seventeen. Seventeen. Yes. Because yes. you're first. Okay. <laughs> I because right, I went first last week. I wasn't sure. <laughs> I'm. I. I. I was only sure last week for a hot second, remember, oh, when yeah. I was like, it's not my episode. <laughs> now I'm back to not knowing. <laughs> Once again. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Um, well, hi guys. Welcome to DBU. Welcome to Death Becomes Us. Hey. A podcast about <clears throat> death and stuff. That's Talia. That's Krista. Hi guys. Hey. <laughs> I think I always pop my shoulder every time. <laughs> Hey guys! Yeah, like as if I'm like people can see you. I'm like in high school and like trying to flirt with <laughs> nobody. <laughs> All of our hey. listeners. <laughs> oh. So it's my turn first this week. Yes, Krista, it is. Okay. <laughs> you, I remember I've told you about this case before. Okay. But it was a long time ago. I can hear him playing with paper. He is being such a dick. Ecstasy! What the fuck? <laughs> Let go of that bag. <laughs> Ecstasy. I'm gonna get it from. That's a good idea. God. Okay. <laughs> That's my cat. He is wild. He's what the being an obnoxious asshole. That's funny. Because I locked him out of the bedroom. Mm. Like I got home from work mm-hmm. and I was like, I need to sleep. Get out. <laughs> well, and he was like throwing a fit, and so I was like, okay, you can come in. And sometimes he'll come in and just go right. to sleep. Mm-hmm. But this morning he was like. No. Not about that life. And then I let him out. And then he got pissed that I kicked him out. And I was like, dude. And he was like, meow. Yeah. I was like, I will kill you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Ugh. Anyway. Moving on. <laughs> so I know I've told you about this case before, but it was a while ago. And like, it was. I have the memory of Dory. Okay. <laughs> it was at your house forever ago. And okay. I had just watched this documentary. Okay. So I told you about it. Anyway. So case that I'm talking about today is the murder of Andrew Bagby. Okay. And the aftermath of that murder. Okay. Because. Because. <laughs> because <laughs> you'll lucky. see. Because it's an accurate topic for this podcast? Sure. Yeah. Appropriate. It's accurate. appropriate. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it might be short, but I'm, I'm cool with that. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you are too. All right. <laughs> So, born September 25th, 1973, to parents Kathleen and David Bagby, Andrew was, like, an insanely happy kid and was pretty much everybody's favorite person on this planet. Oh. Right? Not mine. Well, (laughs) he would have been if you had met him. Okay. (laughs) Fine. Uh, So, watching this document... Okay. I I was going to mention it later, but I'm going to mention it now. (laughs) The documentary is called Dear Zachary... Okay. Okay, and it was made by Andrew Bagby's best friend. Okay. And in it, oh my God, does he have more paper? <sighs> Excuse me, sir. That envelope is not for you. <laughs> oh my God. Good Lord. In the documentary, it very much talks about how everyone fucking loved Andrew and mm-hmm. how he had the ability to make everybody happy and like endear himself to people and okay that kind of thing he was you know a special kind of person mm-hmm. um and moving forward 
Andrew is kind of has a heart of gold. He's a good guy and he wants to help people, so he gets into medical school and go bro. He's very smart and he wants to be a surgeon. Okay. So he's in his third year of residency of medical school and he meets a woman named Shirley Turner, who is a few years his senior. And they start dating. Andrew's friends think that Shirley is an odd choice. Like, they don't match very well. They just seem like they aren't compatible. Mm -hmm. But uh, the last person that Andrew dated ended in a broken engagement. Okay. So he's been brokenhearted for a long time. And now that he's finally dating someone, his friends don't want (sighs) to pipe up and say shit. Mm -hmm. And break his heart again. Yeah. So they kind of just are like, whatever. Date Shirley. Do what you want to do, bro. Do what you do. (laughs) Do what you do. (laughs) Andrew graduates in 2000 and moves to Syracuse, New York to start his surgical residency. There are a lot of steps in medical school. No thanks. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, glad it's good paying and all, but no thanks. No thanks. (laughs) I just feel like, would it ever, like, the amount of debt that you have to get in to go to medical school, would you ever even get out of it? Even, like... I still, I know you'd make a lot of money as a doctor and shit, but like, the amount of debt you incur is fair amount. Accurate. So I don't know. Uh, I couldn't. I'm gonna be in my debt until I die, so I couldn't tell you. Fair. And I'm not a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fair. Uh, all right. So yeah, he's starting his surgical residency, and Shirley moves to Iowa, and they kind of maintain a long distance relationship. Sort of. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. (laughs) None of that for you? No. No. No, thanks. (laughs) Uh, Andrew decides that surgery isn't really his thing. It's not his passion. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. For real? He still wants to be in the medical field, just not a surgeon. All right. So he moves to Pennsylvania and goes into a family practice. Okay. So (laughs) not a total waste. (laughs) Thank God. Yeah. And he fucking loves it. And he's really good at it. And he kind of found his calling in life. Except, except for motherfucking Shirley, okay? Uh-oh. Yep. Their relationship isn't going well. Even though he's insanely happy in this part of his life, things aren't going well. Hold on. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. Does Shirley kill him? Does she? Does she? Does she? Oh, my God. Oh, my God! <laughs> So let's chat. Okay. <laughs> let's chat, see. Relationship on the rocks. It's not going well. Uh-oh. November 5th, Shirley shows up at Andrew's house. She's, she's driven 16 hours from Iowa to Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. where he lives now. Okay. Shows up at his house, and she's pretty much hysterical about, you know, them being together, and she is accusing him of all this shit um, because he... He has a fuck ton of friends, right? Mm-hmm. And so he has female friends, which she's not okay with. Uh-huh. Shirley, calm yourself. Yes. Calm both your titties, Shirley. <laughs> calm the calamities that is your mammaries. Yes, please. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so she's freaking out, whatever, and Andrew agrees to go talk to her after work. Okay. And he's talking to a coworker after he gets there, after he gets to work. And he's telling his coworker about all this shit and how upset she was. And this coworker begs Andrew not to go see her alone. Oh no. Mm-hmm. This will only end in tragedy. Mm-hmm. On November 6th, Andrew's body is found Aww. in a parking lot in like a secluded kind of park area. He's been shot five times. Surely. Mm-hmm. He's laying face down next to his car. That's so sad. All he mm-hmm. wanted to do was be a doctor mm-hmm. yeah poor guy yep poor poor guy poor andrew and crazy fucking Shirley. Mm-hmm. well and, and she's been married like twice already and has kids with her previous relationship partner people mm-hmm. uh which i mean to each their own but like <laughs> <laughs> that's a little baby red flag a little baby red flag <laughs> <laughs> All right, so there's an obvious suspect in, in his murder. Yes, there is. Motherfucking Shirley. Motherfucking Shirley. Uh-huh. So police contact her immediately. Naturally. Uh-huh, and they're like, hey, yo, we have a problem. Hey, did you kill your boy or hey, what? Hey, hey, uh-huh. And Shirley's like, I've been homesick 
all day yesterday. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Sounds fake. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Surely, please. Yep. And she has made the 16-hour drive back home already. So she is back home in Iowa saying that she's been homesick this whole time. <sighs> it's cool. Wow. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. Uh, sure. Yeah. There is plenty of evidence to prove that she was in Pennsylvania, though. Like, mm -hmm. she called her work. She called in sick to work from his phone, from his house phone. <laughs> and she <sighs> accessed her email accounts from his computer at his home. Okay. So, proof that... She was there. Yeah, for sure. You know. Uh, and awesome. They issue a warrant for her arrest because she's fake, obviously. <laughs> but. Yeah, I wish I could have issued a warrant for some fake, some fake people. Right? <laughs> that would have been nice. That's neither here nor there. <laughs> uh, but she has fled to Canada. Oh. Mm -hmm. And she eventually ends up in Newfoundland. So... Awesome. It's not. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> because things just get worse. Okay. Shirley announces in December, so this is about a month and a half after Andrew's been murdered, mm -hmm. uh, she says that she's pregnant with Andrew's child. Okay. Uh-huh. Awesome. <laughs> I... It's not awesome. Is she... Okay. Yeah. For realsies or... She is actually pregnant and it is Andrew's child. Okay. And on July 18th, 2002, Zachary Turner is born in Newfoundland. And she is out on bail at the time. So she's not in prison. So now I get the documentary title. Dear Zachary. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, it's a documentary for Zachary about his father. That's so sad. Uh-huh. Okay, so wait, hold on. She was in prison? Wait. She, she wasn't in prison. Oh, she, she, wasn't was, in she was out on bail at the time? Like, just chilling. Just chilling. Like, okay. she wasn't... When she had her baby? When she had the baby. Okay. She wasn't in prison at the time. Okay. There's a lot of legality in this case. That I don't know all the specifics. Oh. Hey. Hey, Twitter. Seth. <laughs> Seth, if you want to research this. <laughs> We're always just sending Seth out to do all of our work. <laughs> I'm so sorry. He's honestly the greatest. Listen, he brought it on himself when he decided to make a blog that coincides with our podcast. It's true. And when we're <laughs> such shitty researchers. That is the most accurate. Yeah. Sorry, Seth. Sorry, Seth. But I'm saying, if you want to. <laughs> but you make cool shit. Yeah, you do. You can delve real deep into this. Yeah. So, <laughs> Andrew's parents, like, pick up their whole life and fucking move to Newfoundland. To be with Zachary. To be with Zachary, their grandchild. That's fair. Yeah. And they basically spend... Did they, like, get custody of him? So they spend oh, months okay. fighting for custody. Sorry, I'm getting him. ahead of myself Yeah, here. no, 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 you're totally fine. Yeah, they spend months fighting for custody of Zachary. Okay. And it basically goes fucking nowhere because of Shirley's lawyers. There is just, like, the case just gets, like, pushed back. It keeps getting pushed back, and they're stalling, and there's all these legal terms and paperwork that goes wrong, and all this shit. I can't. <laughs> and and I'm sorry, but they're trying to get custody of their grandchild from the woman Murder. who murdered their son. Like, yeah. what? What the fuck? <laughs> it should be real, real simple. Yeah. The problem is, I feel like, I mean... This goes hand in hand with, like, the whole justice system being fucked up. But, like, the lawyers aren't in it for, like... Yes. Like, it shouldn't be about, like, winning. winning. No, it no. should be about, like, Honesty. The figuring the out the truth of the yes. case. But yes. instead, it's, like, the lawyers just want to win the case. Yes. Oh, 100%. Regardless if their person is innocent or guilty. Guilty. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a problem. Well, and if a child's, like, just... It's a kid. Yeah. You should do what's best for the child, regardless. Mm -hmm. Like, I get that he's, that she's his mom, mm -hmm. but he should probably be with his grandparents. Yeah. Not probably. He should be he with should his be grandparents. When his mom murdered his father. Like. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and she has enough kids already. It's fine. She, she already has children. She does. She does already have children. <sighs> Anyways. <laughs> so they're fighting for custody, and they're also fighting to get her extradited to the U.S. for a trial. Okay. And that's where everything just goes to shit. Like, mm. it's just a lot of legal issues and legal problems. 
and I don't know all of it. A lot of it is explained in the documentary, mm -hmm. um, but since I don't have it memorized, I can't tell you everything. Let's just watch the documentary on air. It's so good. I'm kidding, I'm it's kidding. so good. <laughs> okay. Meanwhile, <laughs> <laughs> you're like, anyways. <laughs> so she is in prison now. Okay. Being like not extradited yet, but she's in prison at this point. Mm -hmm. And she writes a letter to the judge and gets advice on how to get out of prison. Okay. From the motherfucking judge. Of the, of, that's like doing her case? Uh huh, I think so. Okay. Yes, so to my knowledge. And then. Watch you being way wrong. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I could be way wrong. There's also this whole issue with Shirley basically has a psychiatrist in her pocket mm -hmm. that vouches for her. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, God. Mm -hmm. So Judge Gail Walsh feels that Shirley doesn't pose a threat to society, and so Shirley's released on bail. You're right. Awesome. Shooting someone five times because they would rather focus on their career than be with you mm -hmm. doesn't make you a threat to anybody. Right? Mm-hmm. Right? But now that she's out of prison, the Bagbies sue her for joint custody of Zachary, and they win. Okay. So they, they have joint custody of their grandchild now. At least now. there's that. Yeah. I mean, and it's not preferable. It's not ideal. And the end goal that they want, obviously, is to get full custody. Mm -hmm. But it's awkward as fuck. Well, because yeah. Because they have to play nice as shit. Ugh. Or else. Ugh, or, else no. they'll, or else they'll get in trouble, right? Yeah. So they have to, you know, let her see him. And they have to, like... All this other stuff. They have to play nice with her. They have her. to be civil. Mm-hmm. That sucks. Yeah. They yeah. want to be like, you fucking bitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I... They have interviews with the parents in the documentary, and it is just... Oh, sad. Right? Well, things are about to get worse. Ugh. You keep saying that. August 18th, 2003, Shirley Turner jumps into the Atlantic Ocean with Zachary strapped to her stomach, what and they the die. What the fuck? Are die. you fucking kidding? Nope. 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 I'm pissed. Yep. <laughs> yep. This is bullshit. Mm -hmm. What the fuck? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Honestly, when I was watching the documentary, I just wept. I fucking wept. I just don't understand it. Like, kill yourself. Fine. Don't, don't, okay. Why? This is how, I just, this is how insane and fucking vindictive she is though, right? Oh my god. Like, she's not a Cade just killing herself. She has to hurt everyone on the way out. <sighs> mm -hmm. And kill her own child. It's honestly just so pathetic. Mm -hmm. It's, it's really, Yeah. It's upsetting. She, there's her own circle of, she has her own circle of health. Oh sure. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> In the deepest part. That enrages me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's so upsetting. And I, I don't know what I expected, but when I was watching it, I was, like, sh shocked. Yeah. Because the documentary is set up as a love letter to Zachary about his father. Yeah. And, oh. well. That's so sad. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It is. It's really upsetting. What a bitch. Yeah. Oh, I hate her. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's <laughs> cool. Not cool. <laughs> <laughs> The amount of times we say, it's cool, or like, it's fine. It's fine. When, when, it's, when it's not. <laughs> it's wild. Uh, so, Bagby's parents basically go on a mission to get the laws changed in Canada mm -hmm. so that this never happens to anyone else. Yeah. Um, and so, there was an article on Wikipedia, and it said that uh, distraught over Zachary's death and outrage at the Canadian legal system's failure to protect their child, or the child, Dave and Kathleen mounted a campaign to reform the country's bail laws, which they believed had helped allow Turner to kill her child and herself. Um, a panel convened by Newfoundland's Ministry of Justice agreed, releasing a report stating that Zachary's death had been preventable and that the government's handling of Turner's case had been inadequate. You're fucking right, it had. Uh-huh. <sighs> yep. Turner's psychiatrist was found guilty of misconduct for having helped her post bail, mm -hmm. and the director of Newfoundland, Newfoundland's Child Welfare Agency resigned. David Bagby wrote a best-selling book about his family's ordeal during the saga. <sighs> Yeah. Honestly, I am. Yeah, I mean, there's, I feel like 
several people in this oh, yeah. situation that were at least partially at fault mm-hmm. for what happened. Yeah, they failed. The, yeah. They failed sure. this child. And it's... Oh, yeah. So... On March 23rd, 2010, Bill C-464, also known as Zachary's Bill, was introduced by MP Scott Andrews to the Canadian Parliament. The goal of Zachary's Bill is to protect children and force judicial decision makers to keep the safety of children in mind during bail hearings and in custody disputes. Uh, Particularly when a child is in the custody of someone who has been charged with a serious crime. Right. Mm -hmm. Naturally. Yeah. So seven years after Zachary's death and over two years after um, the documentary came out, uh, the The bill was signed into law. Good. Yeah. So basically now it's it's just the judges and stuff have to take the child's safety into account first is what I'm understanding. Good. So it's not perfect, but it's something more. It's something. Yeah. Yeah. And... um, Andrew's parents said the problem is is that they're worried that lawmakers will keep the mindset of innocent until proven guilty instead of worrying about the child. But, I mean, yeah, still, some forward progress is progress. Yeah. Uh, and there's a sequel to the documentary that came out last year. I haven't watched it because I just found out about it, but... That's a thing. I'm like, hi, ecstasy. <laughs> Your cat is wild. This is his episode. This is his episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> anyway, yeah, so that's the murder of Andrew Bagby. It's fucked up. I just, yeah, I mean, innocent till proven guilty or whatever, but like. She was clearly not in a good mindset. Yeah. I mean, you have to be f- fucked up on some mental capacity to yeah. shoot somebody and it was overkill. Like, he was shot in the face. He was shot in the chest, in the back. So it was, like, like just... She was just nuts. Mm-hmm. She was just nuts, though. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Man. It's upsetting. And I just, like, I'll never understand the, like, mentality of killing your kids to keep them from mm-hmm. other people. Mm-hmm. Especially people who only have your child's best interest oh, in yeah. mind. Oh, yeah. Like... like no, you can't have him. I'm gonna kill him mm-hmm. instead. That's which fucking is, sickening. Which I is why to oh. me, like to me, that's why I'm so fucking pissed at the psychiatrist. Yeah, because he had to have known that she wasn't right, uh, right? Yeah. Like in her right mind, he had to have known. And if he had, if he hadn't helped her get bail, if he had been like, look, something's amiss, mm-hmm. then I don't know if she ever would have gotten out. Yeah, like you know. Yeah. <sighs> That's so it's sad. Upsetting. It's really upsetting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, the documentary ends, ends up being... Documentary. Sorry. I missed a letter in there. Um, <laughs> documentary? Documentary. <laughs> uh, the guy who made it, he basically dedicates it to Andrew's parents. Mm-hmm. And, you know, instead of calling it Dear Zachary, he calls it Dear Kate and David. Because mm. that's Andrew's parents. Yeah. Sad. It is. Well, those poor parents, too. They lost their son and, and their, their grandchild. grandchild. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Ugh. All in the span of, like, two years. That's so hard. Yeah, because when he was killed November... He was killed November 2002, I think? Where am I? Where am I? Yeah. Zachary? No, no, or no. their son? Their son. Okay. So he was murdered in November of 2001, and then Zachary was killed August 2003. So, like, span of a couple years, yeah. they lose their child, and have spent those two years in a custody battle with this psycho bitch, mm-hmm. and then they lose their grandchild. Ugh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, right? It's fine. Ugh. It's not fine. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah. That's that. Sad. Yeah. It really is. Well, I'm just depressed now, so thanks. I'm sorry. <laughs> I hope yours goes better. <laughs> no, mine is also a depressing case with child murder. Okay. I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're like, all right. No, it's that's not. the worst. No. 
All right, let's pick this up. <laughs> We've had a downer. We need a bit let's, of an upper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so mine is going to be a two-parter. Okay. Also, I've basically just accepted the fact that I'm always just going to be a lister. A list. Okay. A multi-story not, person. I'm not mad about it because I think it makes it easier for us to not do the same topic. That's true. If I do, like, cases and shit. Mm-hmm. Well, and I feel like multi-stories are more... They keep things, like... Not yeah. that yours aren't interesting. Oh, like, no, no, no. Your single case ones aren't cool and stuff, but... But you can cover a broader spectrum Yeah, of and I stuff. can cover a bunch of mini things that mm-hmm. I wouldn't have enough content for yes. and like to talk about otherwise i get yeah. it but uh i also went with the spoops i went with the spoops yes give me all the spoops i mean it's we're approaching october and i i i, I saw leaves on the ground yesterday <laughs> you were like i was oh my god <laughs> we still need to go see it oh we do it's out now right i think so fuck me uh-huh. i'm did so you decide scared. if you're brave enough to see it in theaters? i'm gonna do it you're gonna i'm not it. brave enough but i'm gonna do it because i want to see it <laughs> I know. okay okay because like the preview <laughs> has me scared shitless so, so i can't excited. even imagine how scary the actual film is gonna be i saw an article the other day that was like <laughs> basically because of it like People in creepy clown costumes are like resurfacing again. Mm, no. Surprise, surprise. Yeah, and they were like, everyone's pissed at it because mm-hmm. clowns. And there was like a thing from Stephen King where he like, <laughs> my bad guy. Everyone like was pissed at him when he wrote it, mm-hmm. or like the first movie, yeah. the old movie came yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they were like, everyone is scared of clowns. So it was like people in the clown business mm-hmm. that like do clowns for parties and stuff. Ugh. They're like. Stop. I bet they, yeah. Clowns they fucking, are fine. Fucking hate it. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. So, clowns hate it. <laughs> the moral of the story is. Yeah. Actual people who are paid to be clowns. Yeah. I don't blame hate them. Hate the movie It. I don't blame the book. them. And probably Stephen King on some level. I bet it's like, like It, Stephen King, John Wayne Gacy. They hate them all. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. Fuck you, John Wayne Gacy, too. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. So, yeah. Mine's Do you be... think Stephen King got the idea from John Wayne Gacy? Because John Wayne Gacy was in the 70s. Was it in the 80s? Was it written in the 80s? I don't know. I think the movie was in the 90s. Uh-huh. So, hold on. I'm going to see when it was published. I'm a moment. You do that. You read while I research. Okay. Yeah. So, mine is going to be a two-parter. Okay. So, I'll probably do part two next week. Okay. Just to... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, I'm doing... um, 1986. 86 for the book? 86 for the book. Could have been. Could have been based off Gacy. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I okay. Mean, it's a little different, but he could have gotten his inspiration. He could have been, Gacy. yeah, gotten the inspiration of, like, a creepy-ass clown True. that hunts children. That kills people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not the children, specifically. Because, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Anyway. So. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> My body is ready, baby! <laughs> okay, so I'm basically doing... The creepiest urban legends from all 50 states. Oh, shit. So, creepy urban legend for every state. I love it. So, I'm going to do them in alphabetical order, and I'll do the first 25 states mm-hmm. today, mm-hmm. and then I'll do the, the last Those 25. Two. Oh, my God. Next time. Thrills me. Oh, yes. Oh. <laughs> I kept them all brief. Mm-hmm. So, I'm waiting for to, to see. I posted on my Tumblr about cryptids. Mm-mm. <laughs> it's like... Like the only way I'm dying is by cryptid. <laughs> I feel like that's me. Nice. Because I love cryptids and like the Jersey Devil and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <clears throat> wow. Yeah. Okay. So one Alabama. Also, is it? Did you learn this? Alabama, Alaska, also America. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. I can't. It's just. Okay. Okay. Yep. Exactly. Alabama. Uh huh. Gate Bridge. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> A <laughs> uh, rumor says a young couple once lost their lives driving off the bridge. The bridge's pleasant names come from a local legend that states on certain nights, if you stop your car and turn around, you will gaze right into a fiery hell. Sweet. The bridge has been closed to traffic for the last few years, but still attracts a great number of curious pedestrians. Okay, Alaska. Okay. The Bushman. Bushman. Okay. Yeah. Sounds real. <laughs> All of this is real. To me, it is. <laughs> Ancient legend states the Alaskan Bushman, a.k.a. Bigfoot. 
Oh, okay. So I guess just like another name for Bigfoot. Is descended from a species of creatures known as the Tornits. Mm-hmm. Apparently a long, long time ago, the Inuit native people and the Tornits once harmoniously shared the upper reaches of Alaska. This peaceful arrangement ended when an Inuit killed a Tornit for destroying his kayak. How dare he? Oh. Resulting in the, tor- the most of the Tornits migrating elsewhere. The ones who stayed, however, were angry. What has followed is hundreds of years of stories of hunters going missing and turning up dead and mutilated. People still s- claim they see these creatures slash this creature mm-hmm. today. Okay. Fair. Yeah. So like a Bigfoot yeah. in Alaska. Okay. Arizona. The Lost Dutchman's Gold Mine. Ooh. I think I know this. Do you? I do. Yeah, yeah. So many, many down on their luck people have died trying to discover the missing <clears throat> mine of gold that German immigrant Jacob Waltz supposedly located in the 1800s. People desperately searching for these mines have been found without their heads and have been attacked by snipers, and some have just completely vanished. Nice. Mm-hmm. Arkansas. I love, like, buried treasure and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was a pirate in another life. You could have been. <laughs> Arkansas, the dog boy. Mm. Mm. Legend states that... <laughs> it me. <laughs> You're the dog girl, silly. Sorry. <laughs> Legend states that Gerald Floyd Bettis was a deranged lunatic who gained supernatural, probably satanic, powers by performing Mm. grotesque experiments on dogs. He even added onto his house so he would have a separate wing for his torturous activities. Mm. Neighbors have since reported years later they could hear the helpless animals howls from houses away. That's so sad. In Why recent, wouldn't you call someone? I know. You'd be like, you right? want to go check out this house. I, I would storm in with a machete and oh, yeah. kill him and save all the puppers. Right? <laughs> Always save the puppers. <laughs> in recent years, various owners have reported a number of ghostly sightings, including men that resemble Bettis, perhaps indicating his desire to keep up his antics even after death. Mm. So, California. Alien blood poisons entire hospital. <laughs> yeah. All right. Over two dozen emergency room staff were KO'd after a woman named Gloria Ramirez had her blood drawn in the ER. The very second her blood began being sampled, a foul odor filled the entire area and Ramirez's skin began taking on an oily sheen. Ugh. Suddenly, multiple medical support staff began to pass out and or lose control of their limbs. The entire emergency room was evacuated, save for a skeleton crew of doctors still trying to save Ramirez's life. They failed, and she died 40 minutes after being admitted. What the fuck? I know. It's weird, right? That's wild. In all, 23 of the 37 emergency room staff members experienced at least one symptom. Five were hospitalized for the rest of the night. Balderas endured bouts of apnea during a 10-day hospitalization. Oh, shit. Gorgitsky? Uh-huh. The most severely ill spent two weeks in intensive care, where in addition to apnea, she suffered from hepatitis, pancreatitis, and a vascular necrosis, uh-huh. a condition in which bone tissue is starved of blood and begins to die. Yeah. In her case, the vascular necrosis attacked her knees, restricting her to crutches for months. It really takes a damn potent toxin to do all that, says Sheldon Wagner, a clinical toxicologist at Oregon State University. This created a media frenzy with many outside theorists supposing that Ramirez wasn't human. Mm. There's been no ironclad official explanation for what happened in 1984 at the Riverside General Hospital. Interesting. I love it. Right? Isn't Ah! that weird? Yeah. That's cool. Colorado. Oh, hey! Yeah. The Denver airport is an occult satanic temple. Oh, have you heard about I've this? heard lots of stuff about the Denver airport. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Me, too. There was, like, lots of photos and stuff, uh-huh. too. I like it. So, basically, the Denver International Airport is was riddled with construction delays and extre- was extremely over budget. No one contractor was allowed to finish the entire thing, and individual contractors built certain parts of the Wings Airport. A.K.A. what A.J. Holmes did? <laughs> yep. Exactly what A.J. <laughs> Holmes did. They were like, remember that dude, A.J. Holmes? <laughs> Let's take a... Like, take notes from him. Mm-hmm. Uh, the whole thing is supposedly riddled with occult and satanic symbols, like the death horse from the biblical book of Revelation, or the New, or- New World Order plaque. The airport runway also resembles a swastika. <laughs> supposedly. Someone should have thought that through. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways... Denver Airport, occult. Yeah. Satanic. I spent 10 hours there once, nothing happened. <laughs> you was... did. You had a crazy layover there. Uh, yeah. And there was nothing. We were there for 10 hours. Yeah. It was so boring. Uh, you should boring. have looked for like the tunnels and shit. I didn't know that was a thing. Oh. If I had known, I should have Googled like what to do in the Denver Airport and it would have been like, it would have been look like... for satanic ritual <laughs> shit. All sorts of shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? 
Like, we've got 10 hours. Let's figure this out. Let's crack the code. Yeah. <laughs> you could have. Well, we could have tried. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> uh, okay, so Connecticut, the melon heads. Okay. This creepy ass rumor isn't just confined to Connecticut, but this state is arguably the epicenter of it. Mm-hmm. The most oft repeated version of the myth states that the creatures are escapees of an insane asylum that burnt to the ground, and their strange appearance is due to the subsequent cannibalism and inbreeding. Mm. Melon heads are said to eat anyone in their path, so best not to get in it. <laughs> they just have like deformed heads. Oh, God. I wonder good. if my brother knows that story, because he was in Connecticut for a while. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Nice. Delaware, Mr. Chews. Okay. Sounds gross, right? Yeah. So they say there used to be a Dover judge by the name of Samuel Chews, who people mocked relentlessly for his last name. They would fake sneeze in his re- in his presence and refer to him as Achoo. God. Tasteless. Yeah. Even after his death, the mocking continued with some of the townspeople warning that taunting the dead could bring ill omens to the town. Mm. And it did. Oh, good. Mr. Chews was said to personally haunt everyone who made fun of him and set them into uncontrollable fits of sneezing. They deserve it. They do. You go, Chews. You go. <laughs> Someone later had the bright idea of reburying him in a very pompous and honorable burial, which seemed to have quelled much of the trouble. No fair. So he was like, no. this is what I was owed. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I chew this, bitch. <laughs> uh, Florida. The Devil's Chair. Okay. I was going to say, I bet Florida has a ton. Oh, probably. <laughs> Urban legend states if you journey to the cemetery in the tiny town of Casadaga, mm. you will find an assortment of bricks called the Devil's Chair, where Satan likes to chill every so often. Aww. The chair itself is a graveside bench where, according to popular belief, if you leave an open bar, will be emptied by morning. I guess that being the devil is a lot of work. <laughs> Fair. Yeah, I would say so. <laughs> Uh, okay, so let's see. Georgia, Baby Bridge. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> a poor farming family was expecting a fifth child, and the husband knew they didn't have enough money to care for it. He made the doctor agree to kill the baby immediately after its birth without his wife's knowledge. Woof. Yeah. Woof. So, as agreed, right after the delivery, the doctor walked the baby to a nearby bridge and threw it off to its death. That's sad. Dude. Yeah. Now, according to legend, (laughs) according to legend, if you drive to the bridge on a full moon and sprinkle baby powder around your car, you will see tiny footprints in the powder and hear the distant sounds of babies crying. Honestly, no. Don't do it. That's gross. That's so sad. It really is. Hawaii. The Night Marchers. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) My eyes go all wide. I know. According to island legend, the night marchers are a band of ancient spirit warriors who may be looking to reclaim lost land or avenge their deaths. They are solid apparitions that people see mostly at night during very specific times. People say if you connect eyes with the marchers while in progress, you will seal the death of yourself or a loved one. People are encouraged to get low or even play dead. (laughs) Okay. How about just don't look at them? Fair. While some people cast skepticism on these stories, many locals speak very positively about their existence and warn people to run like hell if they hear drums approaching. Okay. Yeah. I can run fast. I can do that shit. (laughs) Idaho. Mm -hmm. I Haunted high school. Okay. It's in Pocatello. Oh, damn. It's Pocatello High School. So damn. Not far from us. No. Well, and that's <laughs> where the screen murders happened. Shit. Mm-hmm. All right. A lot of creepy stuff has happened at Pocatello High School, but nothing more chilling than, secu- than security camera footage from 2014 mm-hmm. that shows a shadowy figure moving on camera. Ghost hunters say it is some of the most conclusive evidence of paranormal activity on there as the shadow actually moves on camera. The mm. shadow appears to cause the lights to flicker on and off, and its presence is so definite it actually triggered a security alarm in the building, which the police responded to. Oh, shit. Yeah. And 2014, that's, like, pretty recent. That's pretty recent, <laughs> yeah. The school is home to a number of other eerie legends. However, six students have died at the school over the years, including several from a suicide pact where the girls hung themselves from their lockers. Shit. What the fuck? Who does that at school? At school. <laughs> well, and how do you do that from your locker? I don't know that either. By huh. They must be really tall lockers or Yeah. Weird. I don't know. I don't know. God. It is weird, right? Yeah. Okay. Illinois. Rapist clown luring kids into his van. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Homie the clown. Nah. 
God damn it, homie. <laughs> was a late 1980s television character, but for kids in the Chicago area in 1991, he was also something much, much worse. Homie the Clown was a psychopath who dressed in a clown costume who was said to drive around in a white van and kidnap little kids to rape them. A group of people managed to track down Homie to a Chicago project area, but were never able to capture him. The police were on his trail for some time, too, but were unable to catch him when he was deemed an urban legend, myth, and forgotten. Some say that he was killed by one of the gangs in the area, but despite all this, many people still have very vivid memories of Homie. So here are some people's... <sighs> posts like comments about homie mm-hmm. okay um there's not names this girl right. said i was in kindergarten and i remember our teachers warning us about him then one day i don't know if it was homie but i remember a van pulling up across the street from our bus stop one morning and then the driver was trying to lure us over it was a terrifying moment luckily the bus stop was at a local middle school so we banged on the door until someone let us in like a previous commenter i don't know if it was him or not but i've never forgotten that day mm-hmm then here's another one. I sure do remember that. While living in Chicago back in the 90s, I saw the same van with a clown driving when we were on the west side playing. And I can recall the van stopping in the alley and the clan, clown was trying to lure me into his van. But I ran in the house. <clears throat> I remember it just like it was yesterday. I'm 30 now and it scared me worse than living in the Cabrini Green Project. <laughs> I don't know what Damn. that means, but it must be pretty bad. It's a rough part of town. <laughs> <laughs> This girl said, this can't be an urban legend. When I was in the fifth grade in... in you call your dad. <laughs> oh, hey. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> when I was in the fifth grade in Portage Park, a clown threw some candy in the street and tried to lure me and his friend into his white van. We ran home as fast as we could and cried to my mom. She told me that I made it up to scare my younger sister. Years later, she told me that she believed me because shortly after, she got... Uh, letters from the school about sightings of the van. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's one more. This is actually a true story. I was in third or fourth grade when it happened. He was trying to lure me off my cousin's porch with a balloon. He said everything was okay and he was trying to give out free balloons. Awesome. There was a white van parked nearby. I almost walked off the porch towards him, but I got a weird feeling. I couldn't understand why he was out near the park by himself giving out balloons and there were no other kids around. At the time, I hadn't heard about Homie the Clown, so I had no reason to be frightened, but common sense kicked in and let me know that something wasn't right. This is not an urban legend. This was real. <sighs> Yikes. Ugh. <laughs> <clears throat> That's just gross. Yeah. All right. Indiana. The Crosley Monster? Mm. I hope I'm pronouncing it right. If the stories are to be believed, there is an Indiana-based versions version of Bigfoot running around scaring the bejesus out of people. Awesome. Multiple people have reported seeing a seven-foot-tall yellow-eyed beast. Yeah. So many that the phenomenon phenomenon got an examination in the local newspaper. <laughs> nice. So, lots of people have Bigfoots. Yeah. <laughs> lots yeah. of people. Lots of states. States. <laughs> lots of people. Lots of areas. Iowa. This person in specific. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Iowa. The Black Angel of Council Bluff. All right. Mm-hmm. There are numerous eerie legends that surround this ominous cemetery statue. Okay. Some say that it vanishes from its stone stand at night and flies around the graveyard. Others say they have seen its eyes light up. Others still will warn children who run out of sight behind the figure at night that it will completely vanish. The statue was built in memory of Ruth Ann Dodge, who had numerous disturbing dreams leading up to her death. She said that in her dream, an angel offered her a cup of water that would give her immortality, and she drank it. Dodge died a few days later, but perhaps she for exists forever in the form of this black angel. Okay. So. Awesome. That's, that's, that's the Iowa that's one. That's that. <laughs> Kansas. Yay. The hamburger man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Seems less intimidating. I know, right? So the story goes, there's a deformed man who was maimed in a car crash or a house fire. Either I love how or. it's like, we don't know which. Either or. Or the other. He lives in a shack somewhere on Hamburger Hill in Hutchinson, Kansas. Okay. He is a cannibal who hunts people who dare roam the hill alone at night. He kidnaps them, grinds their bodies down while they are still alive into a meaty hamburger-like mixture for his dinner. Ugh. That's gross. <laughs> Cannibals, yay! Yay, my fave! <laughs> Kentucky. Sleepy Hollow Road. <gasps> okay. Let's see if it's a good time. Sleepy Hollow Road is a winding two-lane road that wraps itself through the state. 
Named after the dark Washington Irving story, the road itself is, it has its fair share of spooky stories. People claim to hear terrified baby screams along the road near Crybaby Ridge, okay. where desperate parents would allegedly throw their sickly babies to their deaths. God, why are people throwing babies off bridges? Can you not? <laughs> I know, right? Jesus. This is just the baby throwing, baby bridge throwing episode. God. Seriously. People have also claimed to be tailgated by driverless black hearses on the road. As if things couldn't get any worse, others have claimed that somewhere along the road is Devil's Point where satanic rituals were held in the 1970s and 80s. Residents who have been there for decades still claim to hear chants and sacrifices along the road. Hmm. Yeah. All right. My foot fell asleep. Oh, God. Okay. okay. I feel that in my soul. <laughs> Louisiana. Oh. <laughs> Words I can't pronounce. Oh. Or Elerbe? Elerbe? Mm. E-L-L-E-R-B-E. Sure. Lurbe. Lurbe. Lurbe Road Demon School. Okay. <laughs> I want to go to demon school. Yeah. I really don't. <laughs> Lurbe, Lurbe Road School, officially named George Washington Carver High School. Okay. Is now a crumbling shell of a building, but once may have been the scene of dozens of terrible evil things. The stories tell of vanishing children and an evil janitor who molested, tortured, and killed them. Even the closing of the school in 1972 hasn't quelled the rumors, with numerous claims that devil worshippers have held satanic rituals on the abandoned campus. A local historian confirmed these claims with pictures of a sacrificed boar he found inside the building. The, uh, the building is currently slated for demolition. Oof. Yeah. So. Interesting. History. Yeah. Maine. The Mackworth Island Tree. Tree. I'm about it. <laughs> <laughs> this creepy, mostly dead tree sits on a small island off Maine. The tree itself isn't what spooks people, but rather the faces that are carved into it. Eek. Said to be carved by ancient Native Americans who still haunt the area. It is also situated next to a pet cemetery. Awesome. Where people have claimed to see the specters of horses, dogs, and cats. Okay. Fair. Yeah. Interesting. Right? Mm. Maryland, the goat man. Okay. Dog boy, goat man, <laughs> hamburger man. <laughs> Mr. Chews. Uh. Lordy. The goat man is said to be a crazed scientist who is employed at the Beltsville Agriculture Research Center. Rumors states that he did a number of grotesque and torturous experiments on goats. Yeah. And that one such experiment backfired and caused him severe brain damage. Good. I hope that goat yeah. fucking donkey kicked him. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, I assume that was what happened. I assume. He now roams the area, oftentimes wielding an axe, and is blamed for mysterious but violent deaths of pets, small animals, and some humans. Some say that there has been more eyewitness evidence for Goatman than any other supernatural creature. Gross. Unsettling. Yeah. Do not want mm -hmm. to. Please. Hard, hard pass. <laughs> Massachusetts. Tauntaun State Hospital. Mm-hmm. Tauntaun State Hospital was a mental mental facility that housed some pretty horrifying characters, including Jane Toppin. Toppin? Oh, yeah. You know who that is? Yeah. she mm -hmm. She's like one of the first female serial killers. I think we've talked about her. No. I don't think we have, but like, I know Maybe other- Maybe it was MFM that talked about her. They've talked about her. Yeah. She, like, she poisoned a fuck ton of people. Right. Because it says, <laughs> uh, including Jane Toppin, who mm -hmm. confessed her ambition was to kill more helpless people than anyone in history. Mm -hmm. And she would like snuggle them. As they died. She killed at least 31 patients who were under her care as a nurse. Mm-hmm. So, she was in this hospital. Okay, yeah. However, if legends are to be believed, those running the hospital may have been more depraved than the interned. Interesting. Widespread popular belief claims that desperation drove much of the staff to convert to Satanism in attempts to cure their patients. They would God. perform rituals on them in the hospital basement. Shit! Fuck! Not yeah. good. Not good at all. <laughs> Not. I bet Jane was like right at home. She was like, ah, oh, yes. my people, <laughs> my people, <laughs> my people. <laughs> oh man. <clears throat> Michigan, the Michigan Triangle. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Like the popularly known Bermuda Triangle, the Michigan Triangle in Lake Michigan has consumed many different aircrafts and boats without any explanation. Many skeptics claim that storms, many storms form on the lake and claim the weather is to blame for these strange disappearances. But that might only be part of the story. Under the lake, archaeologists have discovered a ring of prehistoric rocks that appear to be the remains of an ancient civilization's temple. Ooh. Mysterious red lights have also been seen over the lake, leading many to theorize that UFOs are to blame for the downed plans. Huh. 
<clears throat> the lake is also said to have an electronic fog, which causes time to speed up or slow down. Oh, interesting. Yeah. It is interesting. I like, I like it. Me too. Me too. <laughs> I wonder if it creates optical illusions. Because I know there's certain roads that, I don't know, have you ever driven on roads where you feel like you're going backwards, but you're not? Mm -hmm. no. Oh, damn. <laughs> there's one. Have you? Yeah. There's really? one in Salt Lake. It's by the Capitol building. Mm -hmm. And it creates an optical illusion so that when you're driving on it, you feel and look like you're going backwards. The fuck? Mm-hmm. It's weird. But you're actually not. So a lot of crashes happen because <laughs> people are like, the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fair. So I wonder if there, it creates an optical illusion. It could. could on the well lake be. or something. Anyway. Minnesota. Dead Man's Trail. Ooh. All of these boobs. <laughs> <laughs> old legends say that an old Native American hid along this trail when he was on the run after being convicted of murdering a European. Other legends say the trail got its name from a Native American woman who set her baby down while being pursued by the authorities, intending to come back for him, but upon returning, realizing that he had been swept away into the river. Ugh. Many people have claimed to see this woman frantically searching for her baby along the trail, among other mysterious phenomena. Mm. That's so sad. That is really sad. Enough with the baby thing. Can we not? Can we not? Can we not? Please. Ugh. Mississippi. A secret disease covered up by the government. Mm. During the late 1950s, there was rioting in Mississippi because affected residents didn't believe the government was doing enough to combat the mercritus? Mercritus disease? Mm-hmm. According to the legend, the disease caused uh, women to perceive a hormonal order off, uh, odor off men, which compelled them to kill the unlucky man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the epidemic... That's just life. You know, right? <laughs> the epidemic... <laughs> that's just life. <laughs> Killing men, that's just life. <laughs> Even though there's more men that kill women. Yeah. But yeah. I digress. Yeah. The epidemic ran to its height when an entire village of women chased one single man into a freezing river where they all drowned. Many people allege oh the government, many people allege the government engaged in a massive cover up because they didn't have a cure. Well, yeah. Uh, okay, so then here's someone's like comment. On oh, it. uh huh. Uh, they said, not a hoax. Mercritus is an urban legend you hear about in the South. It's a campfire story that revolves around a riot in 1959 due to an outbreak of a rare disease that causes madness in women. I called my dad, who said he first heard about the Mercritus story, who said when he first heard about the Mercritus story was the same, but the riot was 1859, not 1959. And mm. as usual, there was a huge cover-up. Odd thing is, if you sift through the forums... At the site from the very beginning, there must be thousands of posts from men saying they got it, and then they make like they all got wiped out by it. And the thing is, the posts span for years and years. Interesting. Yeah. So, so like, epitome of urban legend? <laughs> Basically. <laughs> Missouri. That is really interesting, though. This mm. is my last one for okay. today. Okay. Missouri. Missouri. Dead body under hotel mattress. Okay. <laughs> a common urban legend that is actually true. Ugh. A patron checked into a Kansas City, Missouri hotel and complained multiple times to the hotel staff about an extremely foul odor. After blowing him off a few times, housekeeping finally checked the room and found the source was a dead body under the bed. Yuck. That's gross. I don't know, but like, how would you not... If I, if I, maybe I'm dumb. <laughs> if I was in a room and there was a foul odor, I'd be like, where is it coming from? And I think I would check under the bed well, and then I'd be like, shit. Yeah. And then, and then I'd call the hotel and be like, you have a problem and I need a refund. <laughs> I need to get the fuck out of here. I, I need a refund. <laughs> yeah, I, Ooh. I agree. Okay. So mm. this is. I wanted to know if you've heard anything about this Adam Ellis stuff. Have you? Do you know who Adam Ellis is? Mm. No? No, I don't, so probably he, not. He writes, like, comic strips, like, little mm. cutesy comic strips. Oh, I might have. Like, let me find one. Show me, because I might <coughs> recognize the art style and shit. Like these ones. Yes, yes. Kay. Yes, yes, yes. Adam Ellis. Yeah, I know him, yes. He's currently going through haunting <laughs> and he's tweeting about it yeah and it's kind of fascinating Ooh. so i like 
to sum it up, and we can talk about it more off the air. Yeah. But basically, to sum it up, he's calling it Dear David. Uh-huh. Because he had a dream about a little boy with, like, the side of his head caved in, mm-hmm. sitting in the green rocking chair that's, like, in his room. Okay. So he had a dream. There's this little boy sitting in this chair, mm-hmm. just, like, staring at him. Yeah. And he's like the fuck yeah 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 (laughs) it's like really weird and bizarre and Mm -hmm. whatever right and then i think i i could be wrong but he had like another dream where there was like a little girl and he was like asking her about david Mm -hmm. and like she was like you can ask david two questions but if you ask a third he'll kill you shit yeah so he sees david in another dream and he asks him like Mm -hmm. are you dead and he's like yeah, I'm dead, whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's like, how did you die? And he's like, I had an accident. Mm-hmm. Like, head got caved in, whatever. Yeah. And then he's like, who killed you? Mm-hmm. And then he's like, oh, fuck, I asked three questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, yeah. He's been having all these, like, weird things right. going yeah. on. Right, yeah, yeah. So, I guess, like, for a while, like, the David dream stopped mm-hmm. and whatever. And then he moved to a different apartment but I think it's, like, in the same building. So yeah, it's just, yeah. like, to a different floor. Yeah. 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 And then it started happening again. Mm-hmm. So there's a bunch of... You can go find it all on his Twitter. On his Twitter. He's got, like, photos where, like, you can see weird shapes mm-hmm. in the background. Uh-huh. And, like, one of them totally legitly looks like a kid with, like, a weird caved-in uh-huh. head. And then um, it's, like, every night at the exact same time, his cats will just stare at the door and oh. like meow God. and like like paw at yeah. the like crease uh-huh. and like he's posted videos of that uh-huh. and like the time like he's like it's like midnight every mm-hmm. night it mm-hmm. happens it's a bunch of weird shit like that uh-huh. yeah and then he um so he got this little like polaroid right that yeah. you like take the photo and it prints it yeah right yeah so in the hallway where, where the door is that yeah. the cat's just like Obsess over. Obsess over. He t- if he takes a photo of the hallway with the Polaroid, it just comes out black. Mm-hmm. Like, and so there's like a video oh. where he's like, "This is with my phone," and he like takes a photo and uh-huh. it's like whatever. Yeah. And he takes one with the Polaroid and it's pure black. Uh-huh. And like he sh- like shows it developing right. and everything. Yeah. Well, and then like he's like he uses the same Polaroid camera and he's like, "Here's a picture of my living room." Mm-hmm. Like takes a photo and like sets yeah. it down and then takes a picture of the hall and it's just black. Uh-huh. It's like. The weirdest thing. Mm-hmm. So bizarre. God, I love it though. I know, me That's too. That's fascinating. I've just been like, I was just like reading. Uh-huh. I was like, what is happening? Because you know me, I'm like a huge skeptic. Oh yeah. But like, yeah, what the fuck is happening? Right? It's weird. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's posted a bunch of videos and he even like set up a like a camera in mm-hmm. his apartment. Yeah, yeah. To see if he could catch anything. And he's caught right. like a few things. Like, right. Because he moved the green rocking chair out of his room. Like, he yeah. He's like, goodbye. Yeah, chair. fair. <laughs> and I think in one of the videos, it like moves a little uh-huh. bit. So. <sighs> I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, it's weird. Anyways, it's still like. Ongoing. It hasn't been resolved. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's still ongoing. That's fascinating. But yeah, like he's been like taking people's suggestions. Like he's like, I'm I'm I have a haunting. What do I do? And people are like, get sage. And he was like, I got sage. I don't think it worked. <laughs> I got sage. <laughs> yeah. But it's crazy. That's there's, awesome. There's one where he's just like, getting the fuck out of my like I don't know if he uses language, but he's like getting out of my apartment, my haunted ass apartment for the mm-hmm. weekend, and he just took like a selfie and mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure you can see Dear David in, like, the background of his uh-huh. selfie. And he was just like, the fuck? <laughs> Bye. Oh. <laughs> oh. Anyways, I wanted to tell you about oh, it. I, I love it. Thank you. I not know about mm-hmm. it. No, or if don't. anyone else knows about it, you guys should go look. Go look. Check his that shit out. His name is Adam Ellis. His uh, Twitter handle is Moby underscore dickhead. That's <laughs> <laughs> a gem. Yeah. He's great. But, yeah, he post- he even posted a thread where he was like, I made a story of all of my Dear David threads for easier viewing. I'll keep it up to date. So, mm-hmm. yeah, he posted a link, and there's all of his tweets and yeah. all of his photos and all of his videos that he's posted if anybody wants to go and be like, what the fuck? Because I don't know what's going on, but it's fascinating. So, I love it. Mm-hmm. I'm into that shit. <laughs> Definitely going to read it. Keep up with it. Yeah. It was just funny because there was one tweet that was like, I, I don't... 
excuse me, I don't think he had tweeted in a while because there was a tweet where he was like, just letting everybody know I am in fact still alive. I've just been very busy. Yeah. So I think he like not dead for a bit and everyone was like, like are oh, you okay? Did dear David get you? No. No. Oh. Anyways. Yeah. yeah. That's it. I like it. That's all I got. So. <laughs> so. Yeah. <laughs> all done. Yes? I think so. Okay. It's a really short episode. That's okay. I guess. They don't all have to be an hour and a half long. Well, no, but it's like barely an hour. That's okay. I bet it's, it'll be less. I'm okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'd rather them be good than drawn out and long for no fucking reason. Yeah, that's true. So we talked about interesting, fun things and very sad, depressing things. <laughs> a lot of very sad, depressing <gasps> things. Enough with the baby bridge throwing. Enough with that. Yeah, can we fucking not throw babies over bridges anymore? <laughs> can we not? That's my petition for 2018. <laughs> no more baby bridge throwing. <laughs> Make a kick-ass sign. <laughs> and I'm going to hold it. And I'm going to hold it. <laughs> uh, I love when we quote ourselves. <laughs> we're so dumb. I know, we really are. <laughs> we quote ourselves. Dumb and we think we're so funny. I mean, I don't think I'm that funny. <laughs> oh god it's getting warmly in here it really is we need to turn the fans back on and i should have worn shorts and not pants <laughs> fair enough it's cool <laughs> all right so should we sign off we should yeah i have been so bad at keeping instagram okay updated. but i haven't tweeted in god knows how long it's fine oh. we just have we just have busy lives and our schedules just we just don't remember shit. I just sleep, I don't. Anyway. I just sleep a lot during the day. You do. I know you do. Well, I try. I, I guess I should say I try because I sleep like fucking shit. But well, yeah, it's fine, sweetie. It's not my fine, poor porpoise. <laughs> <laughs> I hope people are like, why does she call her porpoise? <laughs> and we should just never never explain, explain it. it. <laughs> I think that should be a thing. I like it. I, do it. <laughs> I legit call you Porpoise. <laughs> yes, you do. Porpy, please. Porpy. <laughs> All right. Anyways, um, I'm going to, I feel like I've said this before, but I'm going to try and do better. Well, we both will. Yeah. <laughs> Watch us fail. <laughs> Fine. Honestly, get, I mean, fall off the horse, get back on, right? Mm -hmm. It's cool. Uh, so follow us on the socials that we never use. <laughs> We're gonna try to use. <laughs> Follow us on the socials we never use. Twitter, death becomes underscore us. us. Instagram, death period becomes period us. us. Mm. Yes. And follow us or listen, hear us on SoundCloud. Listen to our words Stitcher. in your ear. iTunes. Working on Spotify. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't touched the Spotify thing in a bit. That's okay. It's been a minute. It has been a minute. That's cool. We'll be there eventually, I hope. Yeah, no, it's cool. I'll figure it out. Um, if you guys have any suggestions for topics that you want to hear about, whatever, oh, yeah. like, you're welcome to tweet us, whatever, get in contact with us, like, yeah. if you have any, you know, oh, we should creepy we shit and whatever. Facebook page, should we oh, do that? Yeah. Do you think anyone would follow it? I don't know. I guess we could set it up. I, I bet Seth and Dallin would. <laughs> they two little <laughs> two Facebook <people>. friends. <laughs> They're the greatest, though. That is true. All right. Well, maybe we'll set up a Facebook, and then yeah, people can post topics and their suggestions. Well, and suggestions. and I'm interested in like like we've talked about wanting people to send us their like spooky shit that's happened to them mm -hmm. and that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's well. I think we should do that in October for sure. Have like listener stories and stuff. That would be fun. Agreed. One hundred percent. Speaking of. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Seth. Seth. <laughs> He just mentioned me in a thing. Uh, not me, though. Not you? Let's it's see. okay. Let's see if it's what it is. It's fine. It's, it's interesting. I don't know why he didn't tag you in it. It's it might have. It just might not have, like. Oh, he did. You're okay. Good. Your name is Okay. There, My phone just didn't tell me that he was there. It's cool. <laughs> I love how you're like, didn't tag me. <laughs> I was instantly because Seth bitter. and I are real close now. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. I know you're amazing, so oh, I don't please. I don't blame him. Bitch, please. Wow, you're so aggressive. <laughs> <It's fake>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so 
So bye. Oh. <laughs> Find us on the socials. Listen to us in places. Goodbye. <laughs> oh my god. We love you. I know that sounds You guys me. are the greatest. Seriously, anyone who still listens to us after all this time, you're the real MVPs. Fucking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are a bunch of troopers. Yeah. Accurate. Okay, so until next week. Yeah. We will talk to you later. Be safe. Have good sleeps. Yeah, don't get <laughs> murdered. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> Okay.